the JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. This is JSA Clicks Podcast episode. We try to figure out what Devin's going to play for Ontario Provincials. Um, we discuss the competitive Hero Clicks environment as well as any alternate formats that are currently relevant. I'm your host, Devin Owens. I'm joined by my co hosts, Jay. Hey. Jack. Hola. And Paul Cote is here. Hello. All right. I am excited to do this. Uh, so for the listeners, I've already gone over the format with <laughs> my co-hosts, but I'll go over it live as well. Um, I'm just going to talk about my beliefs about the format at the moment. Um, we'll discuss that for a bit, and then we'll go over some specific teams that I've built and uh, discuss how we would improve them and which we think are the most viable in the current meta. Um, OK, so I'm going to start with what my beliefs about the current format are. Um, the first one is that I'm not going to worry about Clea, the team that we built on the set review and stuff. I'm going to assume that uh, WizKids likes to remove things that allow people to literally not play the game. As they proved with the Soul Sword last year, they do actually usually errata that kind of thing. So I'm going to assume they're going to do that here. Um, I personally have no interest in playing Scarab. <laughs> I, I understand that a lot of people will, so I definitely have to build against it, but... I'm not going to build with it. That's why it's not on any of these teams. Um, I think that Mephisto is probably the strongest game element at the moment, basically. Um, he's a 30-point character that removes... At, like, absolute worst, he's a 30-point character that, like, removes an action token and heals a character for one every turn and has useful support powers and comes back whenever he dies. Um, and if you're playing with X-Men Swap, he's also just a free 30 points. Like, the figure is ridiculously good he's on a lot of these teams um if i'm playing mephisto i'm pretty much always going to be playing the swap chases uh when i'm playing the swap chases i'm always going to play killmonger and iron inquisitor because i think they're both very good defensive characters um and then i probably want an offensive option and if i'm just sort of splashing an offensive option in there it's usually going to be ghost goblin for me um i just think like i don't think that character is very good if he's sort of your primary plan but if you want just a character that can make attacks to swap your defensive chases into, I think he's your best option because he just does the most. Um, I think the various power erasers that exist in the game are currently somewhere between extremely good and required. There are so many teams right now that have like three rollouts on every character that are like 50% or something. So if you're not playing some sort of power eraser or a bunch of pulse wave or something like that, um, I think you're just going to have a really hard time landing attacks a lot of the time. Or Necrosword. Necrosword yeah, is Necrosword's fantastic for sure. That's it's true. Great. Yeah, um, Necrosword is on a few of these as well for that reason. Um, definitely helps with a bunch of the rollouts, although not specifically parry. But uh, we'll see how much that matters. It, probably a fair amount, but... <laughs> Um, all right, and then the last one is, uh, given the sideline size change and the fact that pretty much every team I've built <laughs> includes a Mephisto in two chases, uh, I'm not super keen on Mad Jim at the moment because I just don't know how much sideline space I have, but obviously the Necrosword is very good, so it's possible that's just incorrect. 
anything that I've glaringly missed or you think is incorrect about what I've said so far? Uh, no, I mean, you've got it pretty much spent on. Uh, we have a lot of rollouts in the meta right now. Everything is either dying in one hit or basically not dying at all. So that nice mix of power races and stuff is definitely helpful. A lot of Necrosaur is seeing play now for a very good reason. Yeah, I've seen too many games of Mike Spider-Man Family versus Emily's Apocalypse, where basically they both have like an over 50% chance to dodge any attack that hits. <laughs> and every game is yeah. just sort of, they both throw out 20 attacks, two of them land, whichever two land first in the most important place wins. Yeah. Which just looks like the least fun hero clicks I've ever played, so I would like to not play it by playing things like Cosmo or Scarlet Witch or Necrosword that allow me to get around all of yeah. that stuff. Um, that's, yeah, that's one of the, the big things I build around, and also Scarab. Some plan against Scarab. Yeah. Yeah, and we can discuss what those plans are, because I think I probably haven't included enough plans against Scarab on these teams. Um, partially it's that even on my X-Men swap teams, because of my Mephisto sideline, my chase sideline for Mephisto, um, I don't have options. <laughs> so when they initially announced the change from nine to six sideline slots, I was worried that it didn't go far enough, that it was still going to feel fairly free to include whatever you wanted on your sideline. But that has not actually proven true for me at the moment when I've been building. I have had to uh, make some pretty difficult decisions as far as what goes on these sidelines. I had to uh, cut Destroyer from a team and replace him with Prime Hulk because um, I didn't have the sideline space for Destroyer. Yep. Yeah. Which, like, is not a thing I thought I would be doing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, the amount of times that, like, I've just begged i could have one more space after rules change yeah. it's just it's so often but it, i definitely like which i think um, is a very good thing to be clear yeah. personally and, and as someone who played a lot of x swap before the sideline changes i kind of agreed that like yeah it does need a bit of a change and same thing at first i was like yeah they didn't they didn't do enough but then they just keep releasing game elements that are like hey yeah. there are nine sideline pieces to this so you have to pick and that's just chef's kiss yeah. i like it and as much as i don't like that they keep releasing free sideline game elements, it at least makes using it on any particular sideline game element. It's sort of like a second point system. I don't understand why they didn't just use the first point system, but whatever. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, opportunity cost turns out is not actually a cost. Yeah, I mean, it is, but yeah, not, not nearly as much. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I've built a bunch of X-Men swap teams here, um, and a lot of that is because Mephisto gets you an extra 30 points when you're doing X-Men swap, um, and there are just, like, a few really good X-Men figures. There actually aren't that many. <laughs> uh, if you want, like, a primary attacker off your sideline with X-Men, you, you don't have a ton of options, so I had to rebuild a few teams because I just couldn't actually find something to include in that slot, um, and I may be missing something, so we can discuss that a little bit like jubilee is the obvious answer but like you need a second option for if you aren't on those maps and i didn't have the sideline space for a second option so i ended up just not putting jubilee on basically any of the teams <laughs> which was weird um same thing with deadpool obviously great answer to scarab on basically none of these teams because i couldn't find the sidelines a lot for it despite yeah. him being the exact same points as things that i was already including so it would have been a super easy extra slot um 
just a good call too because that's like severely underplayed right now yeah oh yeah so it may be incorrect to for example include ghost goblin as an attacker uh for the uh, masters of evil swap over including deadpool i don't know it depends on the density of scarab it depends on uh you know how good offense the rest of your team is all that kind of stuff so what you think the meta is going to be like yeah Canadians might be too polite to use scarab well yeah i mean honestly for ontario provincials i'm not worried about scarab really right like i just i don't really think anybody will be playing it (laughs) yeah a lot of people that are playing it right now are kind of finding out that like pretty much anything you get to them now even through all the stop signs and plastic man and whatever like there's there's still ways to get to there with new terrain world rules so yeah that's the other thing um is that honestly yeah i kind of feel like i'm pretty okay at getting to scarabs with a bunch of these teams like i have like you know hawks that that have improved movement blocking and you know a couple of constructs on some of them and all that kind of stuff so i feel like i can probably make it through even uh sort of the most difficult ways to get there yeah it's definitely changed a lot from last year when like there was just no counters other than molecule man and occasionally jubilee and now there's just like anything with super strength yeah that was such a great change yeah there's a huge stealth change that was made in uh the rule book and now essentially stealth mostly works against scarab (laughs) yeah that's yep, oh no that's they also specifically put in the comp mm-hmm. that if someone uh draws a line of fire through hindering like it just it counts down like it's they specifically rewarded it essentially for scarab but also just to clarify yeah, yeah. but I, I loved it that is a huge uh balancing factor in scarab oh, yeah. for sure okay so i'm gonna go through my eight teams that i've built <laughs> um <laughs> quickly uh to start with i'm just gonna talk about sort of the idea of them i'm not gonna talk about all of the specific figures and then after that i'm gonna go to each of you and ask you which one you want to talk about in more detail and then we'll go through the figures and see what happens from there okay so team number one uh mephisto x-men expensive uh this team is like three thousand dollars it's absurd why did they make a really really good ultra chase who knows um So this is just sort of a pile of good attackers. Um, It's planning to swap out uh, everything except for APOC as far as the X-Men on its main force go and bring in the stuff from over here. Um, It sort of wastes a sideline slot on War Machine. I think he's very good, but it's totally possible that Deadpool is just better and I should be playing that instead. but again, not super worried about Scarab for this specific tournament. But uh, I mean, I should consider the more general meta as well. Um, one of the things I really like is getting Hulk on X-Men. I think it's sort of his best slot. Um, X-Men already doesn't really care about a ton of the other primes other than maybe Destroyer. So it's a little more free than it is in other places. Um, so I like having that as an option on X-Men because he is an X-Man for some reason. Um, the one thing this team is notably missing is any sort of power racer, which is why it's probably not my favorite. And then we have Scarlet Witch Mephisto X-Men, um, which uh, is the first of my Scarlet Witch Mephisto builds. I think Scarlet Witch is just very good. She's well-positioned because power racers are well-positioned. Um, so I wanted to play her on a build with Mephisto. Um, Mephisto gets you 30 extra points if you're swapping in 
if you're doing the X-Men swap. Um, so I put an X-Men swap on, but the X-Men swap package takes a lot of points. So there actually just isn't a ton of room on the main force for things. So you end up with a sort of cramped main force if you're trying to play Scarlet Witch and the Masters of Evil chases and an X-Men swap package. Um, so that's the potential problem with this one. Also, this one currently has a sideline of seven figures, and I have no idea what to cut. <laughs> uh, and then we have Scarlet Witch Mephisto, not X-Men. This is just a bunch of good figures, plus Scarlet Witch Mephisto and the uh, swap. The sideline on this one is pretty easy. Um, it's also currently four points overbuilt, and I didn't quite know what to cut to bring it down to the correct number of points. Um, we have Cosmo Mephisto. So then I decided that if Scarlet Witch Mephisto X-Men was a little cramped on the main force, you could probably just play Cosmo instead, who's like a slightly worse power racer, but much easier to get into position and a lot cheaper. So uh, you just have more room on your main force. Um, and apparently I forgot to put a sideline on this one, but you can imagine what it might be. <laughs> um, but basically, this is just a bunch of very good figures, some construct makers, and uh, a Cosmo to um, help out there. Then we have one of the more interesting ones. Uh, we have Sky Tyrant, uh, again, Mephisto X-Men. Um, this one is uh, making use of um, Sky Tyrant plus the Necrozord to, uh, uh, along with Ant-Man to make Sky Tyrant giant so that you are X-Men themed, you get to pick an outdoor map, even if your opponent uh, barriers up in the corner, your Sky Tyrant can still probably get to them to, uh, to take things out. Um, I think I came back to this later and forgot that there was supposed to be uh, a Necrosword on it and accidentally added <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say the same thing as Paul. There's not a Dark mm -hmm. Phoenix on that when you're playing two of the main brutes. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're, but if you're taking off Hulk, that makes sense still. So. Yes, that was okay. the plan. I did forget that Sky Tyrant was a brute though, so that's probably a great reason to play Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm considering <laughs> for my team right now. That makes total sense. Yep. No, I just forgot that Sky Tyrant had that keyword. Okay, and then we have Double Masters of Evil um, because. The sort of concept behind this one is um, King Killmonger and Iron Inquisitor are both very good defensive pieces. If you have both of them on the board at the same time, it's really hard for your opponent to do anything. So this yeah. one sort of uh, doesn't do X-Men swap. It has a Felix Faust just to be more annoying. And uh, it has King Killmonger and Iron Inquisitor on the board at the same time, unless you want to swap one of them out to an attacker, at which point uh, hopefully you're doing that because you're basically winning the game off of it. Um, and then we have Animals. This is just my same Animals team with Beast Boy and Red Raven sideline uh, with the addition that I saw Patrick Fraser doing first of uh, the Deadpool that comes in off of Monster because he can trigger off of Red Raven, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was really funny. He doesn't trigger off anything on your main force, but if you replace something from your sideline and then replace that thing, then it works. So he ended and up on the sideline. I love that. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> it's not like good necessarily but it's very funny so it's there it's a lot um, 
and then sort of a first version of uh, Iron Spider Animal. It's not really animals. It's just sort of Iron Spider Alpha Strike. Um, it's using the same chip and flash taxi because I think that's the best Alpha Strike taxi in the game at the moment. So basically any Alpha Strike team that I build, I'm going to be building chip plus flash. Um, and then uh, Cosmo is pretty necessary for Alpha Strike teams, I think. And then just a bunch of maggots and construct creators to make attacks once you're across the map. That's the main idea of that one. Okay, so that's the brief summary of all of them. Um, Paul, why don't we start with you? What team do you want to talk about in more detail? Um, I want to talk about the Tyrant... Uh, what was it? The ty tyrant Ant-Man. The one that has the Masters of Evil and Tyrant together. Yep. This because one, right? I think the... So it's... Um, the making the extra attack is nice, but... Um, what is it? Is it move half the speed? Yeah, they move yeah. half their speed value. Two For of them yeah. do. Two friendly characters with a brute keyword. And yeah. what what did you cut to? Uh, Let's to just uh, cut Carnage and put Hulk back on here. <laughs> yeah, that seems you, good. What did, you, what did you cut to take Hulk off? Oh, it was the Carnage. Yeah. At first it was a Necrosword, then it was. The yeah, I put Carnage. the Necrosword on, and then I remembered that. Um, Basically, I put Hulk on when I forgot that Necrosword was supposed to be on, uh, because you couldn't uh, assign equipment <laughs> for a, like a day in the middle of the week, <laughs> and then I came back to it later and forgot that I hadn't put it on. Um, but then, yeah, there's really no reason to have Carnage over Hulk if you're not using the Prime slot for anything else. So, yeah, agreed. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it looks more like this, where you have um, King Killmonger, Iron Inquisitor, Dark Phoenix, uh, and, and you can start with whichever. I mean. It doesn't matter really. And half of Skyturn's speed is six, so uh, it's either giving him an yep. attack or having like a really good TK. Um, that wait, but so so this version doesn't have the hmm hmm. How could you get the how could you get the Necrosword, Hulk, and Skyturn all on the same team? Uh, what what how could you it, it this it does it does it yeah. does. Hulk, Skyshire, yeah. and Necrosword. Oh, okay. Because you got the card. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I just swapped yeah. the Hulk one for one. And then there's... A, is and there any way to also get a Deadpool on your sideline? Yeah, that's the question. <laughs> You'd have to cut Peeper? I don't... Well, I can't. There's no I have to swap four figures. Points for the Deadpool, though. Oh, yeah. 40 points. Uh, you'd have to cut an Iron Inquisitor... That feels bad. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the problem. You have to cut... Well, you, technically, you could cut King Killmonger because Dark Phoenix could be main force. Yeah. Um, but uh, cutting yeah. either of those... Cutting Iron Inquisitor especially feels bad because I really yeah. like his perplex power with Sky Tyrant. Perplex, when Iron Inquisitor uses it yeah. to target another friendly character, that character can use prob until your yeah. next turn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. He gets plus one attack and can prob himself. Everything uh, I want you. with a Sky Tyrant. Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. think you keep the Inquisitor. He's probably one of the most important ones on there. So I, I keep hearing people talk about the the attack that Dark Phoenix gives the brutes, and uh, I, I the the extra movement could be a TK for Sky Tyrant and let Hulk heal. Yeah, no, That's, definitely yeah, seems really good. Really good. <laughs> um, also, kind of does both um, because if she does let Sky Tyrant attack. He then triggers his speed power, so he gets to move. So he essentially gets to do both if you let him attack. So that's, yeah. That's 
And then if you and then if you just That's happen true. to need the extra attack, cool. Um, this just seems really clean. It seems to get them yeah. your main attackers into position really easily. Um, oh, and then you have then you have a Venom Magneto option in addition. Well, to it's that. it's required. Okay, so let me talk about my oh, oh yeah swap. yeah, yeah right, sorry that, that that's the only so, way you can swap out right yeah so I have four characters on the main force. I would like to swap all of them out. Uh, it is not technically required. I could retool my sidelines so that I only swap three of them out, but uh, I don't really want to leave a swordless Genesis or Apocalypse on the map. <laughs> so that's why I'm not currently doing that. So basically well, it's yeah. Genesis, Apocalypse, Mephisto, Professor X. I have to swap all four of them. So it has to be um, Hope and Venom Magneto because I want both of those characters basically all the time. And then I have 50 points left over and I really wanted to try Ant-Man with Sky Tyrant because I think making Sky Tyrant giant sounds like fun. Um, and then I have 25 points left over and with 25 points, Peeper is basically the only thing that made any sense to me. So he's and on he's here. He's a giant, right? Not, yeah, not Colossus. Correct, giant. giant. Yeah, so yeah gonna... Colossus would be better, but... Uh, so, so it doesn't extend his reach because he already has his... No, it doesn't. Yeah, it, it doesn't extend the reach, but as sort of uh, just like fine anti-barrier tech, it seems good yeah. enough to me. Yeah, you can punch over a barrier. You can and, other, and over characters, right? Like giant reach is much better when you have improved targeting as well. Yeah, yeah. So you can like pick up one barrier with your super strength and then uh, punch yeah. over the other or barrier. Or you can potentially get Hulk out, uh, up there with the free movement from... Uh, Dark Phoenix as well. Yeah. yeah. So you can like cost in TK. You can like cost in TK Sky Tyrant, free TK Hulk, free move them both, costed move Hulk, charge Sky Tyrant. This Don't you love it when your ten point figure can hit for five twice in a turn? I love it. <laughs> this seems very clean to me. I, I like this one. Yeah, and, this then, great. And, and then we haven't even talked about Carnage Surfer. He's also Yeah, there's just a Carnage Surfer on here yeah. because why not, right? Like yeah. what else am I using this slot for? Yeah, so I don't have the five points for a cloak. So uh, well, Cloak is not required with Scar and Iron Man. It does make him better. Uh, and I think I, that, like, what you need for this team isn't another figure that can cross the entire map. So Carnage Surfer's yeah. slightly worse reach just doesn't really matter here that much. But you also just could play, like, a second Sky Tyrant, and then your alpha is just, like, double TK Magneto, move Phoenix, <laughs> have them both go in and flurry. <laughs> I was I was considering that. Was like you're not wrong. Can, yeah, you yeah. can do that instead of a surfer that has no other way to heal but himself. Which so, is still so, good. It's just against other necro swords, he's just gonna dash. So let's talk about that because um then you're committing yourself to melee attacks. Yes. Um where so you might have is your one <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Surfer looks like like your one ranged attack, and he is a great ranged attack. Yeah. So um, Yeah, and you have and okay, the cool thing about Peeper on this team is that one, he's two extra squares of reach for Sky Tyrant, or significantly more if you're also using the free move. Yeah. Um, two, he is an empower for Sky Tyrant, and four damage instead of three is pretty awesome. And three, uh, he has shield team ability. So your Carnage Surfers and your King Killmongers and your Dark Phoenix's late game can just deal slight amounts of extra damage. I think Peeper just like. I mean, we've talked about this about Peeper before, how he just sort of does a little bit of everything. But yeah, I think great. the little bits of everything he does here are specifically very good. Yeah, yeah I, I love this team. I think it's easy to pilot. I think it's clean. Uh, it just makes a lot of sense to me. It's got a little of everything. 
um and whatever you're like if you only have one find yourself you have only one perplex um hope can be that second perplex so yep. hope yeah. and you, you yeah. actually are, you have more say, perplexes you have ant-man he, he just yeah. has perplex on dial he right but what if he didn't bring him in you know what i'm saying um but you have to <laughs> there's only oh, one spot <laughs> oh, okay okay i don't have I don't enough sideline slots for another option <laughs> ah okay okay all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh... so just like a quick talk about Ant-Man, which I'm sure Jay wants to talk about a bit as well. Um, so some cool things that he does uh, before the turn that you're actually going in, making something tiny is just a plus one to their defense against all ranged attacks, which obviously like is what tiny does. So most people know that, but is good. <laughs> he has stealth. So you get to just body block your team with him, which is fantastic. Um, and he's improved targeting for uh, barrier and to allow the the all black attacks to go over more things or the quake to hit their entire team if you're doing that. Um, although you can't flurry quake anymore, right? So you're less likely to be. No, you can't. Uh, quake is back to a costume. Yep. And you can't. Uh, and you and you also can't quake off of the brute attack because that is also an right. attack and not a close, which is required for quake. So you're probably quaking less frequently than you used to. But um, for sure. three attacks at uh, you know 13 and four or whatever it's going to end up being seems good. Also going to have a lot of um, potential for token removal with Tyrant between uh, Injustice League and uh, theoretically Giant Willpower. So and also, can... just Mephisto takes a token off of somebody every turn. Um... I mean, shut up. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a there's a ton of uh, just sort of token, yeah, stuff that you a lot can of do. willpowers. Yeah, everyone, yeah. I mean, this team has, is never everyone has willpower except for Tyrant, I think. <laughs> oh no, this team is just never tokened. Like it's just yeah. it's not no, happening. It's there, not. there are no tokens on this if team. You're, if your Mephisto is alive, which uh, guess what, he always is. Uh, you don't have a token <laughs> character ever. Yeah, but even if Sky Tyrant's to double tokened, he can still make an attack. He's not, though, because now he's a Mephisto. Dude, well, it's... that's not true. If they kill Mephisto, you can't take the token off the turn he comes back in. So there's a but theoretical he... possibility for him to be, even <laughs> to be if tokened. he was, you could still just make him do a regular attack with uh, yep. Dark Phoenix. Yep. I, I would have guessed that Satanism was the right religion all along. Explain this one. <laughs> it's Mephisto. It's good. It's Mephisto. It's Iron Inquisitor. It. No. <laughs> all right. I yeah. think I've said all I can. That's, that's good. Iron Inquisitor. Iron Inquisitor letting you mastermind to Mephisto is just like the silliest thing. <laughs> yeah. I love. I also love how the power name is Deal with the Devil. And at first, like it can be interpreted just like both ways. Either like he made a deal with the devil <laughs> or he's the devil and you got to punch him in the face. Yeah, gotta like, deal with the devil. Yeah, yeah, but like a character that doesn't get camp normally like like that wouldn't have like would specifically have can't be chosen for mastermind, but they designed yeah, it right. just became mastermind too. What the hell? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of making it so that he literally couldn't be chosen for mastermind as they would usually do, they printed a figure in the same chase set that allows him to be chosen for mastermind easily. Nice. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so many of the things on this team are power cosmic that uh, it's really hard for them to just outwit the mastermind to get around that. Yeah. 
because you can't let his defense power him. Can't let like, them. So you have stealth on Hope. You have stealth on Ant Man. You have power cosmic on Dark Phoenix. You have uh, power cosmic on Carnage Surfer. And you can't outwit Iron Inquisitor's defense power. So outwit just like doesn't do anything to this team, basically. Yeah. Can't you also can't outwit Hulk's defense powers. Nope. Not that he'll probably be adjacent to them to mastermind ever, but it could happen. You got his charge. <laughs> oh no, Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other advantage of the other thing about uh, playing Carnage Surfer over Sakarian, which like we've covered, but um, I think is important is that you really don't want to be bringing um, standard objects if you're playing Hulk. <laughs> so they sort of play awkwardly yeah. together. They play fine together. It's not like a big deal, but... Um, they both really want the cloak, and they both really want control of the objects. Yeah. Although I have no cloak on this game. Before that you can't, I think that you really want to be having the book, book, in both the cloak before you worry about the objects, really. Yeah. I think you can get away with, I mean, playing Seki with the cloak, Hulk with a Dark Phoenix, and then just, like, have someone that makes free barriers so he can use those terrain markers and then give Saki all the objects. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely doable. Definitely. I'm also thinking that Saki a lot of the time is probably going to be okay if you only have his own three objects. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It just allows your opponent to have these weird first turns where they, like, blow up two objects and now you're out of luck. <laughs> It's yeah. not likely, but it can happen. I would. You will never see me playing both Hulk and Sigarian together. That is just I think. So. You can, but you probably don't have to. Yeah, I sort of wish I had the points for Cloak on this team, but I'm reasonably confident there's literally nothing I could change about it to uh, get those I'm sure so. that. If there was like a swap team that could get double Cloaks, that would be pretty cool. But otherwise, yeah. well, there is. You just have to. Avengers it's so much ball. work, yeah. It's, I, you, have, you have to keep in the teams, Captain America. That's, that's right. Yeah, that Captain. I, I have these teams, and I have, and I'm messaging Josafa about them, and I'm like, oh right, I'm not as good as players Josafa, so I can't play this. So, <laughs> um, yeah. important tarot cards for this. You probably play the exploit one because it just plays really well with Sky Tyrant. Um, do you play Quake? No, the quick one. You never quake with Tyrant. It's just always yeah. wrong. And, and unless it, it's the only way you can attack using the giant reach after with the sure. Sword. You could play Flurry, I guess. That one's good. The charge one's also just genuinely good. I mean, you already kind of yeah. have the speed. I feel like I have hole. so much reach, right? Like, yeah. I have two perplexes. I have Peeper and I have Dark Phoenix. I don't think I'm super worried about my reach. And Venom Magneto. I don't think I'm worried yeah. about my reach. <laughs> I think those are the like important ones. There are other ones you it's can like play. One of the teams that could probably get away with playing the fool. Sure. That would also mess a lot of people up. Yeah. Well, if we, if we, because the fool says they can't use the effective equipment, but they're still like equipped for the purposes of King Killmonger, so they yeah. can, you know, King. <laughs> so. Yeah. The only the time that really messes you up is just you flip it on the turn you wanted to Sky Tyrant Alpha Strike. But, like, yeah. you can probably just then pass that turn and do it the next turn if they don't have equipment either. I don't know. It depends, yeah. The team doesn't, I, like, I have a barrier or anything. Um, it's really relying on the King Killmonger Iron Inquisitor. Yeah, the, I I played that last night, and that was definitely enough. Okay. Uh, it felt like it would be to me. <laughs> I, I think we're at a point where barrier is just... We can deal with it so easily now, which is how many good characters have super strength, yeah. that... 
it's really just not being played. Like, Barrier's just playing less and less. It's still good, probably, but it's just being played so much less. Um, Carnage Surfer, do you think that you should put Symbiotes on him? Um, I was actually going to bring this up. Yeah, I, I think you leave it clear um, for the purposes of other King Killmongers. Uh, it can get kind of ridiculous if out of your main attackers, you're actually stuck with ones that just can't get around that. Yeah. Um, so I think it's definitely the right call to not equip him. Cause like the most you're missing out on is, yeah, you, you will it's steal stealth, more, right? but like it's, it's stealth. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not like, uh, if you're playing two carnage surfers, I think you basically never yeah. equip the second object anymore. I'm yeah. less sure about whether the black symbiote is worth it on the first one. Um, on this team, you always have, hulk that's unequipped you always have whichever chase that's swapped in that's unequipped and you always have hope that's unequipped so like you have figures that can get around it already which is almost enough to want me to for me to just want to put stealth on carnage surfer but i'm not sure yeah but he's just he's more mobility he's ranged he's penetrating so yeah for sure all good yeah Uh, also hope and uh carnage surfer just play really well together because oh, yeah. hypersonic range combat expert is just a fantastic two powers to take. <laughs> yeah, especially with yes, it's it's kind of the same attack as surfer two, three range, two targets. Like hope is good with that. So something I, so so one other defensive option you have is to have Ant Man turn giant whoever you want to uh, body block for the rest of your team, um, so they can't shoot over him mm-hmm. with like yeah. other giants. Yeah. Yeah, Ant-Man just has a lot of really sneaky utility, I think. Size changing has always just been a pretty good thing to have around. Um, Also, just like, he sort of acts like a weird um, prime wizard in some situations, where you just go turn the enemy figure that you want to attack giant. He doesn't say friendly. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And he has sidestep, so he can get there pretty easily. You can get him like 10 squares on his own power to go turn something giant and then go shoot them with Carnage Surfer and Hope. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. There's still a decent amount of uh, characters that are giant, like the um, Rookie and Phoenix Sentinel. Yeah. And, you sure. Know. Wait, well, hold on. He he's doesn't lost. say, I haven't had a chance to talk about how much I love Amen yet. He also doesn't say she's adjacent standard character either. Yep. Oh. Which almost every previous side size changing effect did yeah and yeah. this one is so just we, like so simple to use wait a minute so um all that colossal indifference stuff doesn't exist oh, oh, oh no yeah it broke something for Devin, didn't i oh i mean that was the first thing i thought about it. i i cannot wait to play this guy in silver um yeah. i will, I will absolutely answer. yeah so that was like I won New York States like three years ago with a team that was sort of his primary attacker and it was playing Wasp Part of the Avengers to change his size. Do you know how much worse Wasp Part of the Avengers is than this figure? Yeah, it, that's why I said it's so much simpler to use. It's just do it. Yeah. You do it. You don't then take one damage for no reason. The figure that's enabling it isn't a colossal that your opponent can just come shoot and then deals like one damage to your entire team or something. Yes. I had to body block her so carefully to make sure she never died in that tournament because if she did, yep. I just lost the game. I had Surter, <laughs> I had like four giant girls, and I had a Groot. Like my entire team died if Wasp Part of the Avengers ever died. <laughs> Wait, was this also Korra? 
Sorry? Did this have Korath on it, or was it just... No, no. No, it wasn't a Korath thing. It was just... Uh, okay. It was just, yeah, it was... It, okay, so the, the that team was um, the dare, the super rare Don't Die Daredevil with the Venom Harness and oh, Unseen. Okay. And basically what it did was it just threw those two figures across the map, body blocked its starting area as much as possible, and your opponent couldn't just use call-ins to kill your threats because they were hard enough to kill that um, it was impossible. And your call-ins and your threats dealt enough damage that they couldn't really ignore them either. Yeah, so man. they had to attack your Daredevil, and then you retaliated and killed their whole team. Jay was the yeah. only one all day, basically, who managed to get around the having to attack, but uh, he still didn't quite win. <laughs> it was the yeah. finals. It's on YouTube, you can find it. Uh, it yeah, is. So like, my it's thing about it is that he basically does the same thing, but he costs half the, the points, yeah. because that's what he He costs half the points, makes them tiny so they're not shootable for like the rest of the game uh has a perplex himself um like <laughs> he's so good like uh, i'm not saying legacy card should do the same thing but like i think this is like one of the ones that does that the right way like yeah. this very clearly is like you can tell if you remember the old figure it is something very similar so i don't know i think yeah. i think sometimes that's the right way so and as far as modern goes um the only relevant Colossal Indifference figure is uh, Falcom Abominus, right? Um, as far as I know. And uh, Falcom Abominus's removing defense powers only is tied to his retaliation. So right. it's significantly less good to make him tiny than it is th than it was to make Surter because Surter had the separate power that removed defense powers. Yeah. Um, so his second but attack was nearly as devastating as his first. Wait, but we, we have Legacy Surter now, though. Yeah, but he doesn't have indifference already, so it doesn't matter. Um, so you can also make a, you can also like do a Alpha Strike team and make a Windigo tiny and then carry around a Windigo that then slides. Oh, yeah. Steps. Yeah. So like, easily. so like maggot, <laughs> maggot hits someone, they uh they get a wounded token, then uh then Windigo starts going. Yeah, there's so much stuff you can do with this in silver. Uh, this Ant-Man's awesome for silver. I think he is playable in modern, <laughs> but he's incredible in silver. I, I think I, I think I looked it up. His trait like never matters pretty much unless like there's like some okay wasps, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the other thing that he does nicely is, as you said, letting you carry colossals around. So there are a few Colossals in Modern that you might want to carry, and then you can consider it, but I don't know that that's good enough by itself to put them on a team. <laughs> yeah. So here's what you do. You you make a Phoenix Sentinel Tiny, you give it a, um, uh, what what is it? The uh, Lasso of Truth. You, you see what I'm saying? No, I just thought of something else that was, pretty, that, that was fun. But, I um... do not. Oh, because... Then, then the Phoenix Sentinel still does its, uh... Yeah. Just when it does it? Is it yeah. just when it hits, not with... Yeah. I, I want to be able to carry Rookie. I need to make that happen. <laughs> that does sound like fun. Just no, this is, this is fine. Oh, yeah. When it hits with a ranged attack after resolution, steal it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm in. Double target, double target lasso in cap. Yeah, baby! Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, that's a, oh, wow. That's, uh, that's I'm up. making that team later. Oh, my <laughs> God. 
That's such a dumb thing, and I love it. I'm not sure it's actually, like, needed. Although, you, la- you have time, I think. Lasso on... Lasso on... the pro- Yeah, I guess the general problem with Lasso on Phoenix Sentinel is the range of four. <laughs> yeah, so how are you, how are you getting so the Lasso carry on gets him. around that. Uh, Matt Jam, obviously. It has to be. You don't have to use the placement, though. All right. All right, we're building the team. Fine. No, no, I want Jack. No, Jackson to build the team while like we finish this one and then go to. <laughs> okay, the and then we'll team. go over that team. Got it, got it. Let's do that. Right. Okay, uh, then Jay, what's yours? What do you want? Uh, so I was gonna pick this one. <laughs> Fair. Then was uh, Cosmo Apocalypse or sorry, Cosmo Mephisto. All right. Okay. Um. This one currently doesn't have a sideline. Uh, you can assume, uh, yeah. So let's build a sideline for it, I guess. Okay. So the team currently stands at um, King Killmonger on main force because uh, he's very good. Um, then Carnage Surfer, Cosmo, Apocalypse, Genesis, Mephisto, Professor X because. I like 30 free extra points. <laughs> it's hard to pass up 30 free extra points, even when they're not quite as high quality as some of the other figures you could be playing in that in that place. Um, and then Green Lantern and uh, Prime Hulk at the moment. Um, yeah, I, which they, may I think be incorrect. Green Lantern and, and Hulk on it. I mean, and also Cosmo. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, one thing about this team currently is that it just doesn't really have any equipment on it, um, which may be incorrect. Um, but let's build the sideline quickly. Iron Inquisitor goes on the sideline. I like Ghost Goblin on my sidelines. I'm thinking that this Hulk is probably not correct. Um, Wow, Devin. Really? I, I bared my soul to you. I, that's what you get. Okay, kids, never share information that you don't have to, because it'll always come back to you. That's the lesson. Um, okay, so once we have Venom, Magneto, and Hope, we have 75 points on our sideline out of the uh, 125 that we have to use on our X-Men swap of four characters. So we need to add 50 more points total. I mean, theoretically, I mean, off the top of my head, people, is this going to be themed? Yeah. No, it's not themed. Oh, so with Green Lantern. Cosmo just makes it impossible to theme by himself. Okay, so, okay, so Cosmo. Fine. So the fact so, that Cosmo is on the team means he's ne- it's necessarily not, basically. Okay, so wait. So if you're... So hold on. So now that you're unthemed, if you're losing map, I guess you have a better chance of getting Jubilee, so I don't know if you bother with that line. Well, no, you can't. You can't Jubilee on here because you only have 50 points left, but it needs to be two figures. Oh, I lost track of the math then. You yeah, 50 you have 50 points. points and two figures left. So the, oh, the okay. highest you can go is 40 for like a maggot or whatever. So that you can, oh. and then a multiple man. Um, okay. I mean, don't you want maggot just to, like almost just a problem at this point? You don't have it, right? You know, Mephisto has it. Never mind. 
I mean, Mephisto just has all of the powers in addition to being. Right, and you're not putting Mag. You're putting Mag on the side. I mean, it does seem likely. It has. I know it's including Maggot. So this. We're not having this argument. Okay, so let's say it's Venom Magneto, Hope Maggot, Multiple Man as our swap. Um. I don't think multiple man is very good. He's also the only 10 point option. So whatever <laughs> you're getting three for 30 free points. You can have okay. a 10 point character that doesn't do that much. It's fine. <laughs> I hope the outer world isn't. No, that's true. Um, okay. So. Huh, that's pretty this cool. is what this team looks like at the moment. Um, yeah. The like, only. Stuff. That's pretty cool. Like, obviously, Green Lantern has the Lantern Ring. Um, you have some mobility from Venom Magneto, of course, so that's probably fine. But you were saying that you thought Hulk was wrong, so what would he be in instead? Well, I'm wondering if you just need some equipment, like a emotional modifier or something. Interesting. Something you don't have Phoenix right now, so Hulk isn't doing as much. So right, yeah, he doesn't have a cloak, and uh, I don't have a Dark Phoenix. Although I could put one on, but it just doesn't seem super worth for just moving a Hulk once. Oh, wow. okay. So then you so then you have points for equipment on Tempeday. That's okay. Sure. How good do you guys think that uh, emotional modifier is right now? How much of Scarab's power is the ability to mind control your team from across the map? Pretty much all of it. I mean, that's kind of a big one. I think the emotional I mean, modifier is really good outside of Scarab. It's just yeah, I agree. So yeah. equipment. I think it's just a legitimately really good equipment. Yeah, it needs to. Okay. It definitely needs to be play. Cosmo, Brute Dragoning will work pretty good, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's specifically quite good on on Cosmo, although it works on uh, some other people as well. Green Lantern. So, so the other thing about Cos, like, so you can kind of get around uh, shape change with with the emotional modifier, and then Cosmo can say no super senses. Yep. Yeah. It's true. Cosmo say no rollover. No, nope. down. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a kind of power eraser, very limited power eraser. Yeah, but a useful power to get rid of at the moment. There is definitely a lot of shape change floating around. Yeah, surfers are good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this team has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight figures on it, and you're only carrying four of them with Venom Magneto, meaning uh, you have three figures that have to make their own way. <laughs> but one of them is multiple man, so who cares? So it's basically just two. Yeah. And then Hope can just wildcard the uh, Underworld from multiple man and carry Maggot up or whatever. That's probably fine, right? Because she shares future with him. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Gary Greenlander. Yeah, when you have ten key, when you have ten keywords or nine, it's, sorry, 
but uh, yeah, both come up. World can only only to carry characters that share a keyword with this character or lower points. Is there any? I guess she can carry both multiple man and Green Lantern, and then Maggot can get carried by Venom Magneto, and then you have all of your characters. Sure. That works. So you have okay mobility, you have okay defense, you have okay attack, but you have a power eraser. Is sort of the trade-off you have here. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's uh it's pretty cool. Almost as like a little bit of everything. Except for like no Sicari. Yeah. Yeah. Um Again, it's sort of Carnage Surfer over Sicarian for points reasons. Being five points cheaper is just weirdly relevant. Did any of these builds have, have um, a Sicarian and a Master's Evil Chase? Yes. Good. It's like, you gotta play... I mean, you kind of shouldn't play them together on principle, but you, you can. Yeah, I mean, the, the incredibly expensive one was Sicarian. On there, and then there's I think one or two others that have Sakarian. Sakarian's very good. Pulse Wave is a really good power. So yes. Oh, and then because like Howard killed them in the story, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand. Just okay. Pulse Wave is just incredibly important as well. Yeah, exactly. So you're sort of trying to get around that here with Cosmo. You have a bunch of outwit if that helps against in the specific matchup. But there's so much cosmic energy around right now. That's another thing that they are overprinting on good figures. <laughs> I would like Outwit to do something, please. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, it's in a weird... Outwit and uh, penetrating damage are sort of both in a weird spot as powers where either they're too good or too bad a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> So you have to make your big bricks either completely ignore penetrating damage or die to it immediately. And same thing with outwit. Yeah. Which is what, and then you make sort of super outwit, which just can't use, and then you end up using that instead. It's uh, it's a weird cycle. Yeah, maybe outwit should be only for characters of lower points or equal points, and then like less I've, power. I've always kind of thought that like. If they're lower points and they target you, you could like essentially super sense out of it. Like if you want a five or six, yeah, it has no effect. I always thought that'd be like a cool effect to add if there were lower points than you. But yeah, something like that. Would well. you give any character that's you know standard? I mean, in Silver, you can give us a suited henchman, a Darkhold theoretically. So you can have it. Yeah. So that's that's kind of for uh, uh, if you were to make the game from scratch hard to implement right now yeah. yeah same thing with changing how penetrating damage works i don't know what i would do differently but um it is weird to me that reducers are either incredible or terrible depending on if your opponent has a character with psychic blast or not <laughs> yeah there's a lot of just sort of counters that work like that in this game anyway this is um this is a concept i mostly like it I think it's I think it's pretty good. It's definitely worth a few tests. Yeah, it, it's definitely not as like clean and clear of a uh, game plan as the last one. Um, 
but uh, all of the figures are just individually very powerful and it has an potential answers to everything. So maybe that's good enough. Yeah. All right. What team did you want to talk about, Jack? Um, I think the Double Masters of Evil, because okay. it has a very interesting concept that I'm already seeing a lot of right now, which is just kind of this annoyingly, essentially invincible sometimes defense that these chases give you. Uh, so you're, pl you're playing two of them here. You're playing Kill, uh, King Killmonger and Iron Inquisitor, which are just, like you said earlier, if they're next to each other and you got like, your whole team just around them, nothing's really getting hit or taking damage. Like, you're either masterminding it to someone who reduces penetrating, or they just miss. Yep. Yeah, and given the new ordering thing, uh, you just get to roll King Killmonger's thing <laughs> before you decide, which is... Yeah. Cool. And the fact that King Killmonger's thing is protected Pulse Wave is interesting to me. I don't like it. No, <laughs> I'm not sure I do either, but I wonder why they did it. Um, yeah, so this team also has chip, so that you have great mobility. Uh, you can sort of move around the whole map fairly easily. Um, some of the, like, specific details of this team I'm less sure about. All right, so current main force is two of the chases. We have Carnage Surfer, we have Chip, we have Mephisto, we have Faust with the time platform, which uh, is... As far as I know, a Paul original innovation. Um, Star Sapphire at the Star Sapphire ring, Carnage, and a Scott Crampton Pog because I had five points left over and uh, four points for enhancement is very good. Um, and then the sideline with Ghost Goblin, Destroyer, uh, War Machine. Although I don't know why War Machine is on the sideline. I think I just had space. Yeah, because I have a Scrappy Doo, a Dark Phoenix, and a Thor. Um, the idea behind the Thor and Dark Phoenix on this sideline is that uh, if you really need your chases to do some attacking, you can swap into Thor and Dark Phoenix at the same time and have yeah. Thor shoot twice, which seems pretty good for a 12 and 4 Psychic Blast. Yeah. Thor, for uh, that one reason, is not bad. Yeah, and like I had a sideline slot, so why not? Makes sense. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty confident on every figure on the main force down to Faust. Everything below that, I think, could be anything. <laughs> and yeah. be totally fine. So the Star Sapphire, the Carnage, and the Scott Crampton Pog. And, and the US Agent Shield on Champ is obviously also quite flex. Um, I think could be whatever you want it to be. Um, there's basically no reasonable way to fit the X-Men swap onto a double Masters of Evil team with yeah. Mephisto, so I didn't try. Yeah. <laughs> Both, you, you're, so much of your sideline is dedicated to the Masters of Evil, and um, you're spending so many points on it. That, yeah, uh, they're all I think you end up with 25 points left over afterwards or something, so it's just sort of your whole team by itself. Yeah. Wait, do you have leadership? Uh... Probably. It's a good question. I don't see it. Star Sapphire. No. Star no, Sapphire doesn't have leader chat. Oh, she does. 40 points, sir. No, no, she doesn't. Oh, it's her damage round. Never mind. Oh, yeah. Um, is there zero leadership on this team? You might you might just want to swap Star Sapphire for a commissioner then. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Or a GL, but whatever. Yeah, both work. I like commissioner more just because you kind of fill that points. Or you could do GL and equipment on someone else because that'll leave you 10 left over. 
if you get rid of the other champion. Yeah, so you could that that I actually kind of like that because then I get uh, to drop the U.S. Agent Shield for like a useful piece of equipment. Yeah. I mean, I'm At very turn, get rid of. Uh, you you but... also don't have a emotional modifier, right? That's correct at the moment. Yeah, so I can just add that. Yeah, and since you're not chip, free, I guess it has to be basically. Yeah, because he's not going to get the ring, so you want that to be on KCGL. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Assigned to Green Lantern. Okay. Um, yeah, and then the last 15 points are Carnage plus Scott Crampton at the moment. Um, and they could be nearly anything, but those seemed very good. Um, other 10-point game elements that I really like right now... Uh, I still think that Crazy Jane is very good. Sure. Um, I think Outsiders is just a really powerful team ability. And, yeah. you know, she has the potential to have something else good, but I don't even think she really needs to have something else good for me to be happy with her, because I just think Outsiders is really, really strong. Uh, probably a reason that the last lowest uh, point Outsiders was 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's obviously, Outsiders is obviously better than more Sakarian Iron Man is being played, and there's probably going to be a little bit less Sakarian Iron Man than there used to be, um, but there will probably still be a fair amount. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's weird, because, like, he's not bad. He's still probably one of the best figures in the game, but now there's just stuff that's better and new? Yeah, the thing about it... Yeah, so there's partially something that Paul and I were talking about before anybody else joined, which is that Heroclix players really like to forget about the old good thing in favor of the new good thing immediately. Yeah, that's basically exactly <laughs> what it is. For some reason, like, it's like an ADD thing or something. Like, the new yeah. shiny thing is always cooler. Even if the last thing was still better. Yeah. The, the other thing is that, like... I like, Sorry. I like to play new things... Because that's the way, I, so so I don't get blindsided by them. Yeah, like it's, it's the best way to to test new things, to not get blindsided them at a tournament. I don't need to do that for Sakari and Iron Man. So I'm curious when sure. the bigger tournaments come up, do they go right back to Sakari and Iron Man? It's a good question. Yeah, there's a lot of like, there's just a lot of um, figures that you can reasonably put in that 50 point good attacker slot at the moment. Right. Um, so. You can fairly, uh, I can see why people don't end up on Sakarian. I have on some of my builds and I haven't on others. Um, this is also kind of falling yep. off, isn't it? Yep. Very good. No but reason, now there's yeah. Carnage Surfer, who's like also very good. So people are just like, oh, 10 points cheaper. I mean, yeah, but like, the finest, like, World's Finest are arguably harder to kill. You're not wrong about that. Um, right. The other 10 points you could swap out on this team is the time platform on Faust. It's not like necessary. I just put it on him because um, this team is sort of trying to be as annoying as possible, right? <laughs> yeah. I especially like it because you can get back that nice. one health very easily. Yeah. Good. So you get him right back to that uh, that cool white box power. For sure. Yeah. I'd also say uh, I think you should definitely take the symbiote off of Carnage Surfer and either lead him off for Killmonger, or you could go like all out, take off the Crampton, take off the platform, and just give him a Necro Sword. You can either just, like, go for it or leave him unequipped for a Killmonger. Hmm. Yeah, so I would say that this team 
really benefits from the enhancement. I'm not sure I want to. But the other thing that Thor does is have traded enhancement, <laughs> potentially. So you can get that enhancement in another way on this team. Oh, and Faust also just has enhancement, actually. Yeah, so maybe this team just doesn't need the Crampton that badly. I'm kind of into Necrosword here. Uh -huh. It's like it's got. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Because yeah. uh, you don't have really as much power racers, so yeah, uh, I kind of like Necrosword, if that makes sense. I'll yeah, that's it. true. This team is not playing a power racer. It's just, this team is sort of doing the thing that I like to play power racers to answer, which is be incredibly hard to kill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think if you don't have a power racer, Necrosword's a good, uh, good alternative. Yeah. And we have TK to uh, get Surfer in there if we need it. Oh, and yeah. Iron Inquisitor also just has TK. This figure's really good. <laughs> yeah, Iron Inquisitor, I think, is my favorite. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I did, I, you know, commented on some Facebook post asking about your ranking of them. And Iron Inquisitor and King Killmonger are tied as my top two because I think it doesn't matter if I rank them because they're just both going to be on every that's, team I build with these chases. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> they, they're essentially the same, like, in different yeah. ways. Like, you know, they obviously served at very different purposes, but I think if you're playing the Masters of Evil chases and aren't playing both of them, you're just not doing it correctly. Yeah. Fire Phoenix is fine. I, I, I love the power to make other people move. I love. Yeah, she's, uh, she's definitely the best. I love Kazar. I love all of those kind of things. Yeah, it's funny because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am a I am a Kazar hater. I never I want to put Kazar on a team. She's so much better than Kazar. <laughs> I agree with that. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Um. My biggest problem with Dark Phoenix was that it's restricted to the brute keyword, and I just like couldn't find. It. I didn't look very carefully as was evidenced by the fact that I didn't remember that uh, Sky Tyrant had the keyword. <laughs> um, that definitely makes I mean, me like her. Because it's a Genesis one, right? So. Yeah, yeah, Genesis can carry four, and then, like... Someone... Yeah, she can free move carrying four people. That's, yeah. that's a fun one. But they have to have the Iraqo keyword. And I think you're not having... Everybody has the Iraqo keyword. <laughs> Everyone on the starting force has the Iraqi yeah. keyword, right? Yeah, that's fair. Also the sideline. Oh, you no, know no. it. I'm saying brute is notable because it is one of the keywords that Genesis yeah. brings in yes. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's not and a... Hey, we got to mention Wrecker. Or, sorry, I need to mention Wrecker. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely no one else is looking at that. <laughs> Nope. Did not remember that the figure. No, I, I knew it existed, but uh, was not thinking about it at all. I mean, did in Alabama. I think it's just me playing it, honestly. Rick's still not bad. He's just so outclasses a prime. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing about Dark Phoenix is that um, I don't disagree that she's like somewhere very close to the best of these chases um but only on a specific team that is using her very well and that's just like not how i've been building so she hasn't made it to the top of my particular list but if you are building to maximize that speed power then uh, 
I don't disagree. Okay, last one that I want to talk about. Um, I get to choose one. <laughs> I want to talk about Iron Spider. Um, because I played Animals and I thought it was pretty good. And then Iron Spider came out and I haven't tried him at all. But uh, I think probably he's just better than the old version. Um, the difference really is that this, uh, the Iron Spider version is much more likely to hit all of its original attacks because all of your figures now have 12 attack. <laughs> but um, At the minimum. what it's not much more likely to do is survive your opponent attacking back. <laughs> so uh, the one of the benefits of the Animals team is that you got Red Raven on the sideline, which meant that when things died, you got a really good figure to replace them. And this team does lose that particular thing because you can't play Beast Boy and Iron Spider together. Um, so that's the that's the potential negative. I think probably giving all of your figures like plus two attack is worth that, but it is something to consider when you're uh, when you're doing the build. Red Raven um, is also a brute. Sorry. Red Raven is also a brute. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Sorry. Of course she is. Play a weird uh, Beast Boy Dark Phoenix team to have your figures die into a brute adjacent to. <laughs> that does not sound good. Um, but like throwing a Teen Titan on there, if there's any good ones, it's probably fine. Man, I can't wait for them to mess up and like in a year from now make some insane attacker and then just not think and give it the brute keyword. Yeah. <laughs> just for for two years, that's all I'm checking every time I see a new good attacker. Like, does he have it? Does it have root? Does it have root? They'll, 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 make a, a brute? they'll make a brute keyword cheater for anything under 50 points in a year. <laughs> Forgetting. M Mogul kind of was in like JLU. <laughs> sure. Like Spider Viking or something? Yeah, but it doesn't give brute, right? Yeah, it's if you had brute, no. so. No, Viking did pirate and warrior, I thought. I don't remember. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work for many reasons. Okay, so uh, we have an Iron Spider, uh, we have a Chip, and we have a Flash, because if I am building an Alpha Strike team, Chip and Flash are on it. I, I am not building without those two figures. Um, then I have added uh, Cosmo. Again, if I'm building an Alpha Strike team, Cosmo is basically going to be on it. Uh, with the Emotional Modifier, I have... Two maggots. I have uh, a star sapphire and a green lantern to add some more constructs. Um, and I had 10 points left over, so I put a carnage on the team. Um, that's the core concept. And there's a sinestro ring on one of the maggots because uh, perplex is good. And I don't have too many sources on the team. Um, yeah. Wait, so sinestro over an, over the uh, blue ring. So. The constructs don't benefit from the blue ring. Right. The reason why I'm playing the Sinestro ring. Right, but, but it's totally Flash possible. Will and will. Right, yeah. It's totally possible that the blue ring is still just correct. Okay. So it's actually going to be a suggestion of like find a way to get just Saint Walker on here. Like that'd be great. Sure. I mean, we could do it. It, it wouldn't be very difficult. Yeah, you instead of Star, Star Sapphire. Sapphire and Carnage and play Saint Walker and find a add a US agent shield to Maggot like I think you keep doable. Carnage and probably drop the Sinestro Core ring just because, like, that first attack having a minus on senses or 
if you can't get rid of senses because they have a lot of damage reducers, then... You know, I'm not sure I can agree with that. The perplex for Flash's movement is pretty important. That can make sense, yeah. It's the only perplex, right? Yeah. Ice Spider, I think? No, no he's out he has with. leadership out with shape change. Which is a pretty good set of powers, but it isn't perplex. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's no ultra chase damage power. Wait, no promotional modifier? It, there yeah. is, it's on Cosmo. On Cosmo. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes. Yeah, any Alpha Strike team should probably have an emotional modifier on it, so this one does. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is the team. Uh, so I very similar teams that have done really, really well. So. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't paid too much attention to them, but uh, I probably should have a look at some of the other teams that people have been playing. I don't remember exactly what what was different about the ones yeah. that I saw, but there were there were there were things that were similar. Yeah, so sort of this is the cleanest swap to uh, U.S. Agent Shield Saint Walker over Star Sapphire plus Carnage, and then you assign that to the second maggot, and this seems good. Um, you did remove some amount of mobility with the uh, Star Sapphire to Saint Walker swap. Um, because she had sidestep flight, so that could matter. Uh, positioning is pretty important for this style of team. I definitely noticed that when I was playing the the animals version, that having uh, sidestep on all of the maggots plus chip sidestep was like the only thing that actually allowed me to position to make my attacks, and without it, I was just in trouble. And was the reason why my game against Paul was so difficult was because we were on Morlock tunnels, and the positioning was just really hard. I took like a 20 minute second turn or something because I just couldn't figure out where to place my figures so that I could see things and still move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't matter because the game ended very quickly after that, but it was uh, a very difficult turn. So having that extra mobility is definitely important. So it's possible that the answer is instead um, you keep Star Sapphire and you drop Green Lantern and the US Agent Shield. Um, Green Lantern is nice because a little bit of extra defense is nice, but uh, certainly not required. Not sure. Yeah. Hmm. There's really not a ton to put on your sideline for this team. Um, yeah. Scrap like a Scrawl Spy, Scrappy-Doo. I have liked having a scroll spy on these teams. To be clear, I never managed to generate one. But <laughs> there were a few times in the tournament where I killed something and was like, I would like to generate a scroll spy right now because it will just tie up my opponent's entire team next turn. And then I missed the roll. But yeah. in theory, it would have been good if I had succeeded. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so the... So how, how much are you using the constructs to attack? I hope a fair amount. I don't know. I mean, so I mean, the Masters of Evil TA does work with uh, with, with constructs. You're lowering the opponent's defense rather than. But you don't. Yeah, but we already have the Sinister Syndicate and Emotional Modifier. I feel like our constructs are like effective. Yeah, they're they're twelves right? on minuses. The worst they're gonna need is like sevens, and that's fine with probes and other yeah, perplexes. 
two probs already. Yeah, three. Yeah, chip. Okay. chip. Okay. And, and like they can be boots, so we can get. And Saint uh, Walker might make him crit. You know, it's fun. Could happen. Um, yeah, I think I. I kind of think I like the Star Sapphire version better, but the extra defense from the U.S. Agent Shield and Green Lantern is maybe important because you don't have things to replace things with. I don't know. What do you guys think? Which one would you go for? I like Star Sapphire. Yeah. Uh, I like the, the carry side stuff. Yeah. I do too. Yeah, I, I'd try it both ways, I think, but I, I do think the star sapphire way is probably the first way to try it because i really did have trouble with the positioning um yeah excuses are ultimately so good and at, at such a specific point it's not that she's better than the other options it's that they yep. just are so they're hyper specialists and they're doing such they're very doing very specific support things and you know because a lot of teams are going to try to spread out, and then she's an answer to counter them just spreading out. So you can like sidestep with her, carry a maggot, sidestep yeah, exactly. with a maggot, and then try to like kill their, I don't know, their, their carnage that is off to the side or whatever. Yeah, the, the, the 25 to 35 point range is kind of nuts now. Yeah, there's yeah. so much good stuff. Um, I, I was seriously considering just uh, suggesting you add Mephisto instead of... <laughs> Instead of seeing Walker, because I mean he's a poison for the next turn. He's a he's a poison for the next turn, and he's a prob outwit and lowers the defense. And Flash could could uh, change to Masters of Evil to to lower the defense twice. It's possible. I'm not sure. Let's just increase the price of this team by four hundred dollars for no reason. Um. Yeah, it's possible. I don't think he's better than having more potential attackers. Um, okay, let's let's think about the action economy of this team. I think it works, right? Because we have, we have three constructs and two maggots when you cross the map, and then yeah. Flash is your fourth action. Yeah, it works. Okay. Yeah. I think this team just sort of functions. Um, and then you have... Iron Spider to potentially get rid of equipment, which could matter, I guess. It's always hey, good. that can get rid of parry. That's actually very yeah. big for this team. It's, it's a very, very good power. Iron Spider has a very useful damage power as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you probably play the, like, leadership up tarot card on this team. Probably. Um, just for that power. It just seems better. Uh, you really don't want to play the fool. <laughs> that would be the no. worst. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Probably the star or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Are people still playing the uh, sinister thing? Not as much, but honestly, the star has just been such a good card otherwise. Like, I, I mean, had... for this team, I agree. Like, this yeah. team makes so many attacks. It's like you rolled a three, no, you rolled a nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other, the other thing about, uh, about this team against, like, the, the Sinister teams, even without the stars, that, like, the, the way to beat it is make a billion attacks, and this team yeah. makes a billion attacks. <laughs> so, I'm not actually particularly worried about that matchup anyway, but. Yeah. Um, okay, brief aside that has nothing to do with this team, but I just thought of, um, Scarab, if you're playing him, 
do you put an equipment on him right now? Probably not. I feel like you like actively avoid it for the Killmonger, right? Yeah. Why? No, absolutely the fuck not. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) Devin. Generally not. Yeah, you just put them on the adjacent characters. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know I said we were just going to look at one that each of us picked, but I do want to look at a Scarlet Witch team quickly. I do have to step off at this point, though. Yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> Thanks for being on. Interesting, have... interesting discussions. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me. Take care. Bye, Paul. All right. Um... Yeah, Sorry, Paul. Uh, yeah, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, so what do you think between the X-Men and non-X-Men versions? This one is just really weird feeling because you end up with no equipment at all, basically. I feel like this one is trying to be the Mephisto team-up card. When, like, I know it's not, <laughs> but that's really what it feels like. It's almost there. It's so, it's literally two figures off. Yeah. No, it's one figure off because King Killmonger, you just started yeah, Iron Inquisitor. Could, yeah, you could have it be any anybody who already has Mystical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, like, if, you don't have to do that. But uh, guaranteed sixes and attack rolls is kind of not fair. Uh, yeah, it's weird. Because, like, they're completely different figures, right? Like, Mephisto yeah. without the team-up card and Mephisto with the team-up card are just not the same oh, figure. You, yeah, you just go kill that Mephisto. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so it's like hard and, and I think that the Mephisto without the team up card is so good that it's hard for me to ever think oh, about yeah. building. It's I I do kind of like card. how it evened out to be like everyone was freaking out even us that like oh an Ultra Chase is a team up card. Uh now it's just like 10 bucks. I was like okay, yeah. it's not that, no, that, that, that's fine. I mean, you have to have the Ultra Chase to use it. So it's yeah. not going to be There expensive. are probably <laughs> way more team up cards in circulations yeah. of the actual there has to Mephistos. Be. Mike Gowan. Um I did make a like yeah, figures funny. that might be good that I didn't actually put on any of my teams thing, and I did include the Mephisto team up card on there, but I, I didn't yeah. actually build any teams for it. Um I sort of feel like it's the non themed version if I'm playing either of the Scarlet Witch Probably. teams. I think the I, themed version is just too tight on points. I feel like the best version of Scarlet Witch right now, which is the one we're like we're seeing it a lot, it's the, it's what one uh what Easton won Silver Age with, it's just turn one, ruin your opponent. I don't... Okay. <laughs> I know this is, like, theoretically good. I do not like turn one, ruin your opponent. I... Every time it has been played against me, I've beaten it fairly easily. I don't understand how it ever wins a game. I... I don't know. I'm sure it's very good. I'm sure I'm just missing something. But I have never come close to losing to it so i don't want to play it <laughs> yeah it, it's kind of just the philosophy of like on smaller maps they just like they have to spread out and they can't really do anything and then the surf like carnage surfers just eat them up after that yeah um like i'm sure people who are like building it well are building a way to tie you up so that you can't just yeah. walk out of the rune marker um that has not been what i've faced <laughs> yeah i keep facing people who are just like I'm standing three away from you and I ruined you. And I'm like, okay, I walk out of your rune marker and you just left half your team on your side of the map and did nothing for a turn. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was a turn, I guess. But um, I'm sure that that's not what everybody is doing. No, for sure. 
but yeah, um, I like this one. Uh, definitely has a lot of firepower. I mean, you have which the swap outs, the uh, the carnage, obviously the pistol. It's like all that stuff. Chips, constructs. It's just have a lot. Yeah. So I think it's minus Crazy Jane if I'm counting something, and then I have five points left over. Good. Yeah. So I just. I don't. A, uh, I guess the carnage is good for the Scarlet Witch. Um, five points. I mean, just like. You guess what's good for Scarlet Witch? Carnage. The enhancement from the Crampton. Oh yeah, yeah. That's. You could also I'm just playing Sicarian back. That and uh, these. Yeah. Which is why I like the enhancement. Yeah. Uh, five points. I mean, you can't really equip Mephisto or Black Skull. Chip. Nope. It's it's Venom, Magneto, or Chip. Those are the only options. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you're already using cloak. Yeah. I, I mean, a... if you're planning on moving chip a lot, you can just give him. Uh, he doesn't need the. He doesn't really need the great ring. You just give him like. I keep I scrolling through it. You don't know. I keep scrolling through the list and seeing the tesseract and being like, I should put this on chip. Wait, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> that was he really my prob. exact I thought. And I, was like, yeah, hey, no, he has I keep doing it. <laughs> keep being like, oh, that's great. He's moving. Oh, he already has prob. Never mind. This doesn't do anything. Um, I don't. I don't know. I've I've given I, like pumpkin bombs to Magneto like, before. It's yeah, th- I've considered that. I've considered U.S. Agent Shield on chip, but like, how much does it really do? I don't know. There's like not a ton that's happening here. Uh, yeah. Sure, let's put a pumpkin bombs on Magneto. He has two targets that could do something. Yes, but, it's uh, not really. The absolute garnish one is actually better. But yeah, <laughs> either work. Yeah, it is just strictly better if you don't already have energy explosion, I guess. Yeah. Cause... But it's not relevant, really. <laughs> it's not relevantly better. I did better. win one game specifically because Venom Magneto could shoot a wall by himself. Okay, the knockback part actually is very good, to be yeah. fair. That probably is good enough. Okay, those pumpkin bombs, not the other ones. Yeah. Um, knockback is just very, very good at the moment. Uh, I don't really see any reason to change anything on my sideline. I have nothing. Yeah, no, you don't need Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I have nothing with Brute for Dark Phoenix. Like, you could not play Black Skulls and play Dark Phoenix instead pretty easily, but, like... I feel like I'm just not getting yeah. that much from Dark Phoenix on this team. I think so. the only option, I think the only thing you could swap potentially is if you want to do Scrappy instead of War Machine, if you care more about bringing in when Saki's damaged or when he dies. Like, when do you want the support sure. to come in? I mean, the thing. It's the just thing a personal. Is that like War Machine also triggers off Iron Inquisitor, which is just kind of nice. Yeah, that's it's not that like too. a big deal, but um, it could matter. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, so, yeah, this is definitely, like, a slower style of Scarlet Witch, where you just sort of move up, rely on your defensive, uh, abilities to keep you alive, and then go ring them. Yeah. And hope that wins you a game. Uh, and... It only does. Yeah, I mean, I like ruining with follow-up. <laughs> I don't like ruining, you know, from my starting area, but, uh... Yeah. Like, if you rune and then you, like, charge flurry with Sakarian, swap to a Ghost Goblin and Energy Explosion in their team, I feel like you just win the game yeah. the majority of the time. <laughs> For sure. So, I'm, so I'll probably test this version. I think I like this better than the X-Men version. I think that one's just too tight on points. Um, you just really have... You have 50 points of swing after Scarlet Witch uh, and the X-Men swap and the Master of Evil, so you just, like... If you want to put a good attacker on the team as well, 
you it's the rest of your points, <laughs> which isn't fantastic. Yeah. All right. And then I have figures that might be good. So uh, obviously, I know you're a big fan of Prime Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Prime Spider-Man, I think, is the most underrated figure right now. Um, if you pair him especially uh, well with uh, something like Mephisto, who can just take a token off every turn. So essentially, yeah, it's perfect, because basically yeah. the way his trait works, um, if he's double tokened, you get to use the free. If you don't have a way to take a token off of him, that only happens every two turns. <laughs> if you yeah. do have a way to take a token off of him, there's no turn off, and his free deals him one, one damage, and Mephisto just heals that back. So it's yeah. literally just like literally everything exactly that Spider-Man I, would want. I, put, I did this last night uh, in a tournament with him. I gave him the Necro Sword, and just every single turn he dealt 20 damage to like whatever <laughs> I wanted, because he can dual target, giant reach. He can get anywhere on the map because he's like so maneuverable. Like he's, I think he's definitely one of the most underrated figures sure. right now. I, I have always been pro Prime Spider-Man, so yeah, yeah, he's yeah. I he's mean, amazing. the problem with him is if he just dies, but you know he's not that easy to kill, and he's so good no. offensively that you're probably fine. <laughs> no one even attacked him has That's even really been attacking him unless they have a necro sword. Sure. Yeah, like you, you really should just go for it, but like the amount of people that don't want to risk it, it's insane. I mean, also, I think more people should be playing Cosmo, which is a pretty yeah. good answer to his super senses. But yeah. I feel like this is probably about as good as a prime should be, and I'm fine with it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's appropriately costed. Too, he's, he's yeah, he's, he's appropriately points. yeah, he's 80 points. He's appropriately costed. He uh, isn't that hard to kill. I think this figure's fine. I think he's quite yeah. good. I think I don't think he's stupidly busted. He just deals a bunch of damage, and if he dies, he dies. Cool. I don't mind yeah. this at all. <laughs> um, Phoenix Central, which we've discussed, uh, I now really want to try this stupid lasso thing. <laughs> I made a uh, for it. Okay, we'll talk about that after we go through these. Then yeah. uh, Deathstroke, um, Pulse Wave is really good. Knockback Pulse Wave, which my one practice game against Jay a couple weeks ago taught me that he has, is <laughs> really good. Yeah, he's, he's on my good. team. I'm not gonna. I obviously think the figure's very good. Um, at one point in Alabama, I rolled a crit with him, and then I rolled a six on the thing on the on the D six. So I just deleted something, and it was just like, yeah, that happened. And then the next year, I think he flipped his pulse um, card. A pulse card eventually happened. It was just like, oh, so yeah. With knockback damage, he's just done now. Yeah. So. Most of the problem with this figure is that his defensive capabilities before he hits his stop click are very bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so I mean, easy to knock him off with his false wave power. Right, but then, like, he, he's still really not easy to KO either. No, like, agreed. He's, he's not easy to KO. He's just a little easier to answer as far as offensive threat goes than some of the other options. He just does something so specific you can't, like, ignore him either. Yep. Like, yeah, he doesn't, like... This I'm in no way saying that that doesn't that that makes him unplayable or not good or something. It's just the reason that I haven't actually put him on any of my teams, despite the fact that I think he's very good in general. Um, Scarab, who we've talked about a lot. Mad Jim. Uh, there are so many good primes right now. <laughs> yeah. And now we're getting to a point where people are should be thinking a lot more about who and what they equip. Yeah. Um, and Mad Jim sort of helps with that, too. Right. Like. You just don't equip a character you don't want equipped. Yeah. 
When did their so many primes start to exclude Mad Jim? I don't remember. That well, happened. it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, a lot of the reason I haven't been building with him is just that I've been filling the sideline of every single one of my teams, or I've been building teams that specifically rely on a specific prime like Iron Spider or Beast Boy. Um, yeah. But I think Mad Jim is incredible, and like if you're playing him, it's probably correct. <laughs> I just haven't actually built a team that does it. Um, okay, the next one on the list I'm a little less keen on, Molecule Man. Uh, I, okay, so people are really happy about him being able to, like, swap terrain markers out, uh, so that you can, like, get rid of your opponent's giant terrain markers. Like, that's fine, but there are just so many other ways to answer terrain now that I'm not, like, yeah. super keen on Molecule Man. I don't know if you guys feel differently. One thing that's really good he can do is, uh... Since he can just do it to any terrain, he can just free action, turn an object into a piece of hindering, and then just automatically score it. So, like, if there's any an yeah. any time there's an object on the floor, he just free action KOs it, basically. Yep. Um, besides that, I mean, yeah, he's he is still super barrier, but barrier is really not as good as it nearly was when he was king. So, yeah. I think he's definitely playable. I, don't, I would not scoff at anyone playing him, but I think he's definitely fallen out of favor a bit gotten actually a little bit worse for the first time pretty much ever yeah they made a bunch of changes in a row that just made him better <laughs> yeah so uh having a change that makes him worse is, is nice yeah um and then we have the mephisto team up card uh i am only considering these the third one of these uh i don't think the first yeah. two are good enough um the no, deity you... slash mystical one i think is incredible yeah um, now, as far as, like, what theme you actually put them on, I think it just sort of has to be mystical. I don't think there's enough good deity. I could be wrong. It's literally, like, the only good deities are, like, Scarab and Blackheart, and that's kind of it. And then it's like, is your TK just Scarab? Like, what's your plan? Yeah, and I mean, you have Dark Phoenix, so, like, you can swap to another one. Like, there are things you can do, but sure. it's not fantastic. Like, the the effect of replacing anything with a six is insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what you have to do to get it is a little more difficult. So that's why I'm not on it at the moment. But yeah. maybe somebody will come up with an incredible team for it that'll prove me wrong. Um, I mean, it's just a deck. So, yeah. Uh, Madam Webb, um, this rally effect is incredible. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you have a bunch of super senses, you can just eventually become unkillable. Yeah. If your opponent rolls an F6s. I've seen a bunch of games between Mike and Emily where it goes like they both make a bunch of attacks, kill like one little support piece, but while they're killing one little support piece, Emily rolls a six, and then she never gets to attack for the rest of the game. Yeah. Because she's playing 145 Apocalypse, and she just doesn't have the volume of attacks to get through a free super senses hit. <laughs> yeah. Which is just like, okay. I, I I think the most that I saw him have was like three stacked up. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, um, although she did start figuring out uh, after a couple of those games that you should just multi-target when you're facing a Madam Web. Yeah, because they can only make one of the figures succeed. So that's good to keep in mind if you're facing it. Uh, the reason I'm I haven't put it on any teams is because I just am not playing a sufficient density of super senses on any of my teams. Yeah, I just like haven't built like that. Um, but if you are, I think she's incredible. 
you should probably. The be first draft of my Spider-Man team was a Carnage Surfer team with uh, her on it, and just having that many super senses, having that many attackers, and actually being able to use her uh, second trait, which lets uh, Spider-Man yeah. family run through blocking so characters. <laughs> it is good on like if you're on an indoor map and they're yeah. playing scare, but it's like cool. I got. I have to run around your stop sign, but I can still get through it. Just grab the piece in front of you that I stop on. And just like your opponent isn't paying perfect attention and doesn't realize what your reach is because you can just run through a wall. They thought you'd have to walk around, that kind of thing. It's just uh, yeah, it's just a really good effect. And then double prob to target characters of Spider-Man family. Great. Yeah, I'm in. Um, Falcom Abominus. Uh, opponents can't use defense powers is very good. Um, he has prob. He's a 25-point Colossal Retaliator. Why is he not on any of my teams? I don't know. He just doesn't quite fit. There's so much good stuff to spend points on, but he's really good, so maybe he should be. Yeah. Seven range colossal prob is just good right now, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you actually did play Falcom Abominus, Jay. How did Falcom Abominus play in your games? Really well. I mean, I don't don't remember it ever getting, like, randomly sniped. Yeah, because, like, it has stealth, right? Like, it's so hard to... It's nice. Yeah, and it will also like I also just have wild cards on that team, so they just got the wild card cell. So it just like mm-hmm. yeah, so just by existing, it was a seven range prob with wild I wild carded I don't know I must have mentioned I wild carded Superman ally at one point. Like it yeah. was it, it also, like also sorry, go ahead. Also whatever JLA ability officially changes, question mark, that will be also good. That's what I was going like, to say. Yeah, he's getting like another buff because that's, I think, getting changed to what the Avengers is yeah. now to the pick and turn ability if that's an attack. Wait, how does that work? So, how does wildcarding that work? It, you, you pick for all characters with a TM ability. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, cool. So you can just so yeah, wildcard plus an attack. That's yeah, a pretty good thing no. to be able to wildcard. Yeah, it's a, it's and no defense powers. Yeah, it's like yeah. how could that not be good? It it, it is good. It's just yeah. Sometimes you want to play other things. Like I'm not playing high Evo right now because you know there's ten trillion other things at the thirty. You know the thirty, give or take five points. Yeah, weirdly, I think high Evo has been outclassed, which is a strange thing to say given how insane that figure was on release. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of crazy. There's been so much power creep. Um, yeah, I think Falcon Owens is great. Uh, I honestly don't know why I haven't built with him. Um, I just haven't quite found the home for him. It's possible that it's an Iron Spider team because, like, you're crossing the map, so it's harder for them to get to your Falcon Ominous without it, uh, yeah, running afoul of your, the rest of your team. I don't know. We'll have to see. For me, it's Maybe I mainly don't want to pack him and take him to events. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely part of it. Yeah. Colossals. I, I say as the guy who packed 10 2 by 2s to bring to uh, a tournament in Rochester, New York, that I was taking a bus to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I literally, I had gotten a shipment in an Amazon box the week before. I opened my Amazon box. I was like, this might be large enough. Put all of my figures in. It barely fit every figure on my team. So instead of my like nice tray, I just carried an opened Amazon box around to all of my tables for the day. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Um, yeah, and then the last figure that I put on this list is Leech. Uh, I have no concept of how to deploy this in modern in a way that doesn't kill your team and actually gets to your opponent in a reasonable amount of time. I just don't know that it's possible. I don't know. 
too bad he doesn't have the brute keyword. <laughs> yeah, there we go. He could move a whole three. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. He. Uh, yeah. I. I uh. Can new Falcon move him? No, he's <laughs> not sure a keyword, right? No, they don't. Yeah, they, they purposely give that Falcon like no keywords. Yeah, uh, and there's no way to add them both to a different theme team. He can't be. Um, a, Leech can't be on Doom Patrol. <laughs> no. Well, also, even if he could, he would share off that power. That it's a trait. Wait, wait, wait! This can oh, work. It's a speed power. No, I have it on screen. Yeah, it's a, it's a trait. It's a trait. No, no, no. This no, can work. I was talking about Chief. Oh, oh. I was talking no. about Falcon. I'm talking about Falcon, yeah. Oh. Um, I was talking about adding Falcon and Leech to Doom Patrol. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, I gotcha. No, but yeah, Next. this can work. Just play uh, um, 1776, I'm a Bastic Bagman, and now Leech and Falcon share a keyword. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And you can aerial that's, abstraction leech whoever you want. That's quite the cost, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to play two uh, figures, but sure. Yeah, well, three, because Falcon is also terrible. <laughs> yeah. Also, I love how 1776 went to being, like, literally needing an errata day one to now he's just awful. Yeah, well, the errata made him much worse. Yeah. Um. Okay, you have a team for us. Oh, it ain't good, but I got a team. Sure, let's see it. Uh, all right. Uh, I don't know. I share screen on here, so I'm just going to press this button that shares a screen, and I'm gonna show you. Start streaming. All right, cool. Um, yep. yeah. So the team is uh, Phoenix Sentinel, uh, Maggot Emotional Modifier, uh, two another Maggot, Mad Jim Jasper's Chip, Flash with the Cloak, and Saint Walker. Uh, last on the sideline, whatever else you want. Um, it's literally just animal drop off, but it's doing the Phoenix Sentinel thing of going crazy. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's fun. Um, man, I wish you could, uh, I wish more things in the game had X-Men keyword. I wish Phoenix Sentinel had X-Men keyword so that you could swap it out in, in matchups. I know, right? You'd love, I'd love to have Phoenix Sentinel as an option to play in games. Yeah, um, man, I kind of want to cause him on this team, but I don't know how you'd do it. <laughs> yeah. Points are already not great. No, but like it does the thing that's funny. Yes. And I mean, I, I want it to be good. <laughs> I'm not sure it is. Yeah, it's just that, um, like what it really shares a keyword right now. I mean, a lot of stuff does share keywords. To wait, fair, you didn't put like, Ant-Man on. Oh, I think I said Ant-Man instead of Saint Walker, or I said Saint Walker instead of Ant-Man. Okay. Yeah. You do need you do need the Ant-Man, unfortunately. Yeah, that's that's ca- that's kind of important thing. Oh, so yeah. I, think I, I wish would... you could get away without it, but you you can't. Um. Yeah, you really can't fit uh, can't fit Cosmo. Seventy-five yeah. points, so many. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Seventy-five <laughs> points. He also still has to hit, so. Terrible having to hit. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things just like share keywords with each other that you don't know share keywords with each other. Yeah. I think it can work. Dang it. Phoenix Sentinel and Dark Phoenix share Phoenix Force, but they don't share Brew, and that's not fun. Darn. Can't Wait, what, what, what's Ant Man doing here? I'm confused. 
and he's making Phoenix Sentinel tiny so that he can be basically carried, and then he free actions with the lasso to activate his attack power that deals a bunch of penetrating damage. Absolutely, lasso. Oh, yeah, it's lasso magic. Okay. It's on yeah. the sideline, yeah. It's not good, but it's very funny. On it, if you want to play Phoenix Sentinel, you should probably just play Phoenix Sentinel normally instead of doing this weird lasso yeah, just, thing. It's pretty easy to get him cross map. Yeah, it's it's fine. Oh, Devin, you played worse teams in one bigger tournament. <laughs> that is that is probably true. I, yeah. This. I, I mean, I'm not playing any tournament, but you are. But you will be until maybe World, so you can do whatever you want. So. So. I have, I have no horse in this race. Yeah. Yeah, no, this just doesn't quite work, I guess. I mean... You could just swap a maggot out for Cosmo straight up. Like, it does work, points-wise. Yeah, I mean, this team's not trying to be good. It's doing the thing, so we could just definitely do that. And then you'd put the emotional modifier on Cosmo, because it's slightly better on Cosmo than it is on maggot. Yeah. All right, that like works. So you come across the map, you have a Phoenix Sentinel attack, which deals like two damage to most of your opponent's team. You have um, a Maggot Pog, and you have one Construct. Yeah, that's probably just not quite enough, huh? No. Unfortunate. I mean, Flash is making attacks. Well, maybe. Only if you can get far enough. Yeah. On a small map, yes. Absolutely. For sure. On a larger map, not necessarily. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I want this to be good, but it's probably not. No. Yeah, I mean, the biggest problem with Phoenix Sentinel at the moment is that nobody's playing theme. Things do just happen to share keywords quite frequently, so, like, you can still get a pretty good attack power off, but um, it's much less likely than it was previous. And he's a lot of points for four clicks of not very good defenses. Very true. All right. Um, I think that's the whole episode. Bad. Oh, sorry. It was a really bad team, but like, I don't know. Go ahead. No, it was a bad uh, team. I know. It's technically a deep patrol team. So you start oh. with Chief and Ford, obviously. Um, you have uh, your celebrity is Takari with the cloak. Uh, your soldier is Kane Killmonger. Or it could technically be Black Skull, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, and then Main Force Robot Absorber Man <laughs> leads you to 70. So, like, some iteration of Crazy Jane, maybe you equip Absorber Man, maybe you don't. Maybe 20 Jane with Dark just for Prob, I don't know. I actually Is the idea the... that you, that Absorbing Man has Brute, so you swap into Dark Phoenix and now he can make attacks? Um... No, you just said that, and that is also true. You just made that team much, much better. Thank you. So, <laughs> I was trying to figure out what, what we were doing here. <laughs> I mean, yes, Devin, thanks for making that work, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, Takari can, like, be TK, or you can have, like, TK from Duder, uh, from uh, Iron. I mean, the, the, the actual point was just to be, like, annoying. Like, you just all, like, you can kill Chief, sure, but then the rest of them are kind of like, like, what do you, like, 
what what point are you getting? Like they're gonna score more than forty points, and then like I don't know you with the rest. So wanted to ask you guys what you what you would finish uh, uh, that with. So are you thirty points remaining? Yeah. So you just you're, you're chief. You're sacking with the cloak. Absorber man can kill monger. Only one equipment is two seventy. No no jade. Right. Just four. He's not outwittable. Um, is that bad? Maybe, I don't know. Hackers. Like You're playing a prime, obviously. Yeah, that's uh, kind of the point. Um. There's so many good things in that point range. <laughs> I mean, as far as equipment goes, I mean, sure, that's every piece of equipment, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could just put, like, a Necrosword on him. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound bad. I think, actually, that was one thought I did have, yeah. And then you have 15 points left over? Yeah. Um, there are no good exactly 15-point game elements, as far as I know, other than Necrosword, which we've already put on the team. Um, yeah. So you, you need a 10-point. You don't necessarily need Prob, but like maybe. Just yeah, I mean, because... why not, right? And then you yeah, have sure. five points remaining. I mean, you don't really have anybody else to equip, so it sort of has to be Scott Crampton. Yeah, it doesn't break themes, so. I mean, sure. Get, yeah, you basically get under 50 points every game. Like, okay, that, that should be feasible. Even for even for me, I think that we, we all can do Well, the question is if he's killable. I mean, probably, but, like, I think that takes at least two turns. Like, he already has shape change printed, and yep. then has safeguard out with, so, like, instant mastermind to mastermind to, like... <laughs> the Scott Crampton bug. Yeah, yeah. Scott Crampton. Okay, and then after that, you get another shape change roll, and then you pick, like, invincible. Okay, you maybe take a hit. Then you're either, maybe you're on, like, perplexed, or, like, yeah. close combat expert 19, maybe you, I don't know. Like If only you had... You if only he had slightly better offensive stats on click one. <laughs> yeah. Make better use of this. Yeah, I mean, with the free movement from Chief, or the quote-unquote free movement from Chief, and, like, I don't know. So that should be able to, like, slog out some victories. I thought that would be pretty annoying. On a small map, how many characters do you have to play to guarantee Absorbing Man click uh, turn one? <laughs> I have not thought about that at all. I just have been... It's like a lot, I think. Yeah, I just, I think I would probably want to, like, make my opponent sweat a little bit by, like, keeping them relatively close by, but not, like, forcing it immediately. And, like, keeping it close enough so that maybe they can interact with them, they really hyper-overextend, I don't know, like, making them really worry about it. Sure. I don't know. I don't know if you Yeah, really yeah, you probably... It makes more sense to just make him come out turn two, right? Yeah, you put them near enough to each other and then just don't do it until turn two because there's no reason to actually do it. Yeah. Oh, man. 
I would love for a random game where like they forget that he has Quake and then he just like destroys some train and like <laughs> Absorbing Man's best friend, Mary Jane. Makes some yeah, awful Yeah. Great sort of answer as I've uh, thought about briefly. I cannot probably tell how you do that more effectively than there, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you'd need like twelve characters or something. Just for giggles, like is that actually or like I feel like there has to be like better than that. Yeah, I assume I assume you can do it. I feel like you need like twelve or thirteen characters to get Absorbing Man turn one. Yeah, I mean, and if like you play, ways to move them around the map easily. If you play him with purity, he can generate his own mastermind father. That's pretty funny, actually. What? I'm just, I'm just looking at other equipment to give him. Oh, sword! <laughs> I could not figure out what game element you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, got it. The one that makes pogs that nobody has ever played. I don't know. I think that sword's pretty good. The bystanders suck, but they're still figures. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, he already starts a shape change. I'm not inclined, you don't need to give it. I think I'm not inclined to give it to him. I feel like that's probably exactly as much of it as you want on a figure like that. So, yeah. Um, All right. It's going to be fun. When I'm like picking powers and my opponent's like, why are you picking that? You can't use that power. I'm like, I know. And then like, yeah, maybe. Not yet. Sorry. All right. Um, yeah, I think we should probably wrap up. I have four teams that I should probably test at some point. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, maybe one or two of them that I can actually find the figures for, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> All right, that is it for tonight. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jay and Jack for joining me, and Paul, of course, um, who had to head out, but uh, gave some great advice while he was here. Um, I want to thank our patrons who help us bring you this podcast without paying out of pocket for it. Um, if you need to use Podbean services, there are affiliate links in the description, as well as the link to our Patreon. We have all the usual social media, and uh, we have some great friends of the show, uh, Ren Adams, otherwise known as Happy Little Hero Clicks, with her own YouTube channel and Patreon, and Aries with Facebook page Patreon and other stuff under Dishing Up Clicks. And of course, clicksnexus.com. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you make sure to have fun the next time you play Hero Clicks, whether it's competitive or casual. <laughs>